Okay, we're back with uh, Becky Kallstad today at this Mentoring the Daily podcast. And um, Becky, why don't you start by introducing yourself and then we'll kind of introduce what we're going to talk about. Yeah, I am Becky Kallstad and I've been at Church of the Cross since 2006. So since the early days of Church of the Cross. And I'm married to Eric and we have three kids. Everett's 14, Maris is 12, and Mitchell is 9. Awesome. You've been involved in a bunch of different stuff over the years at Church of the Cross. It's the beauty of having been there since the beginning. We've kind of done everything. We can do the circuits. <laughs> Try it all out. Well, uh, I asked Becky to uh, come on and chat about something and ask her what she was thinking might be fun and courage, which I thought was a fun topic, uh, especially in making decisions and trying new things. Um, and so that's what we're going to talk about today. And so why don't we just start, like, what does that mean to you? Kind of set up your thoughts behind that. Um, I would say in the last four, maybe five years, I've just felt like I've needed to press into courage more. Um, there was a season of life where things were just pretty predictable and um, not a lot was changing. And then sometimes you hit a season where all of a sudden you realize that there's changes that need to be made or changes that you want to make. And that involves courage to be able to press into those. Um, I think you know, some of them have been like changes that I've made recently with going back to school and just realizing that there's gonna continue to be more and more times where I need to press into courage. Mm -hmm. um. So how, um, so as you have uh, had to decide where you're going to press into the courage versus not, what goes to my mind is this, uh, is fear, like that, and you kind of had said um, the difference between courage and confidence is fear, right? So like that there's a fear that we overcome to go. How do you sort of discern how the difference between a fear that is a good fear that keeps us safe, like don't walk near the edge of this cliff fear that keeps us from falling off versus that like fear of just the unknown that God is calling us to trust him in? Yeah, I think that um, I would never want to minimize fear. Fear's definitely... Uh, emotion that has its purpose. It keeps us safe and um, it would be really reckless and careless to be like, oh, I'm just going to push aside fear and like white knuckle fear. Um, but I think that there are times that we use fear as a crutch or a reason to not do things. As I was thinking about courage, I really think that courage is more about who God is rather than who we are. It can be really easy to um, see an opportunity or be asked to do something and kind of go down the thought process of like, well, who am I? Like, I'm not qualified to do this or I couldn't do that. I'm not strong enough to do that. Um, but I think that when we're thinking about courage, we should be thinking about, but who is God? Like he, he's the one that promises to go with us wherever we go. And so like, we aren't going to feel fully equipped to do things. Um, but where there isn't like substantiated fears, like walking into traffic, it, it's okay to like 
do things that make us feel uncomfortable or do things that we don't feel fully qualified to do, trusting that um, God goes before us, he comes behind us. Um, I really think that it's more about obedience um, than it is just being like, yeah, I'm totally the right person for this. Like that, that confidence is, you know, different than, um, than courage because like in courage, you're like, I really don't know what I'm fully doing, but I'm going to trust that God will equip me to do what he, what he's asking me to do in this Mm -hmm. next thing. Yeah, that's awesome. You're kind of talking before and I was saying how often people say, oh, you're so brave, this and that, or different aspects of parenting that we've gone through that they're like, oh, I couldn't have done that. And it's not about that we've got a special skill or whatnot. It is about courage. Like God put that option before us and we just bravely walked forward. You talked a little bit um, about a situation you guys had a couple of years ago where where it was like that, where something just got put right in front of you that you're like, I don't have a choice to contemplate and spend a lot of time pondering, do I do this or not? But you just had to react and hope for the best kind of thing. Do you want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah, I mean, we had had some friends going through um, a really hard time. um, One of them was diagnosed with a terminal illness and we were really close in their life. And it's it was one of those times where we knew that we needed to show up for them and be there for them, but we'd never done anything like that. We didn't know how to um, walk with someone through really difficult seasons like that or how to process grief. Um, And we had to be willing to just show up and trust that God would equip us and be willing to make mistakes. Um, we did. We didn't do everything perfectly for sure. And um, it, it was a really challenging time. But I do think that God was calling us to be in their life for that season and that time. Um, <clears throat> there were so many times where you know, I remember just walking into rooms thinking, I don't I don't know what to say. And I'm just going to need to rely on God to give me the words that I need in that time. And um, I think that in those times, you have to draw really, really close to God because you realize how little you know and you rely on his wisdom and power to get you through that time. So when you're in the process of you know, making a decision, if you're gonna take a courageous next step, what are some of the um, ways that you kind of make that, that you discern? what your next right thing to do is, if that's the right thing or if if that you're going to pull back? So um, I think that having good community is a big piece of discerning whether you're going to step into a courageous decision. I try to surround myself with friends that don't always think the same way that I do. And kind of when we were talking about fear too like sometimes fear can get really big in our own heads but when we say something out loud to close friends a spouse um, other people that are grounded in the lord it's like it takes some of the power away from the fear too and 
just being in conversation with the support group that you have, sometimes you can start to see more clearly, like, okay, it, is this something that I truly should be fearful about or not? I also think that community serves a good um, purpose in naming things that we don't see. Sometimes my friends can see qualities in me that I don't see in myself. And when you hear that spoken back to you, it gives you, it's like, oh, wow, I didn't know that other people saw that in me. And that gives you more confidence to be courageous. Mm-hmm. Um, That's sort I, of, uh, I think what the idea of these mentorships and having intergenerational groups kind of stems out of that idea of like having people to go to at different stages of life. I know there's been times where I've been nervous about somebody going on in my life and I go to all my girlfriends and we all just, we don't just feed each other's fear about this like panic of this next stage of childhood or whatever. And then you go to somebody who's gone through and they're like, it's fine, it's fine. And if you only go to your people, you just feed the fear and never take the courageous next step. I think that is so true. Like it's just natural to gravitate to the people that are going to validate Right. your fears or like think the same way that you do. And a lot of times we don't want to hear a counterpoint, mm-hmm. but there's so much value in talking with people who have been a little bit further down the road than you or gone through a similar situation and using the collective wisdom of a group to mm-hmm. make decisions rather than just get stuck in our own heads or in kind of group think of, yeah. yeah, like there's so much to be afraid of. Why would I ever do that? It's like we need to hear the stories of people who have done hard things mm-hmm. and come out on the other end and then the testimony of like how God has worked through those situations. Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, I was trying to think if there was anything else that we talked about that we wanted to cover. <clears throat> anything that comes to your mind? You had asked if there are times that I have ever like been courageous and regretted it. Oh, yes. And I gave that some thought. Um, and I don't know that it's like, oh, man, I shouldn't have been courageous. Mm-hmm. But the human side of me is that there's times where God's prompted me to be courageous and I've stepped into something and it's been really hard. And it's my my instinct has been to wonder, would it have been easier if I just wouldn't have been courageous? Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think that that's of God. I think when I can step back and see the bigger picture, um, there's there was something to be learned. There was something um, of benefit in that. Um, sometimes we don't even get to see what that is. But I would say that there's maybe been more times where I haven't been courageous, that I have those thoughts of regret. Of like, yeah, I don't know if you've ever been in a room where there's conversation going on and in your head you're like, should I say something? Should I not say something? Oh yeah. And we just keep it in our heads. And like I always try to put something through like the test of like, is it true? Is it um is it true? Is it helpful? Um, is it kind? It's easy to figure out like if something's true or if it's kind. But where I can get hung up is like, is it helpful? Sometimes we don't know if what we're going to say is going to be helpful Mm -hmm. to people. We don't know what's going to connect with another person in that room. But 
there have been so many times that I've convinced myself just not to say something. Mm -hmm. And I wonder like, well, what would have happened if I would have said something? What would have happened if I would have been courageous knowing that I put it through that? Is it true? Is a kind test? Yeah. Is it helpful? That's up to God. Like, right. To, yeah. to work that out. Completely. But I've let fear of like, well, what, what would that make another person think? Or what would, <laughs> how would they feel about that? That's, that's really not mine to take on. Um, so if anything, I would say that there are times where I'm like, I should be more courageous and not like, mm -hmm. wow, I was courageous and I should have dialed myself down and not sure. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Do you find, I, I think there's been times where I've been courageous and felt like it was the right thing to do, but also there wasn't this super obvious, like, and then God opened, you know, yeah. the doors and revealed the truth and like lights shined and whatnot. Sometimes it's like, why did I do that again? Why did God call me to that? That felt like it had no purpose, you know, yeah. and having to kind of believe that we don't need to know why God calls us to things sometimes. Yeah, because it's like a slow revealing, if ever, sometimes, you know, like yeah. I went back to grad school as a 40 year old. And I'm like, well, that that was a courageous decision. I was supposed to do it. Now I'm less than a month from graduation. And I'm like getting all the questions of, well, what are you going to do next? I'm like, ah, I'm going to start applying for jobs. I'm going to start networking. Things that also take courage. But like God hasn't revealed to me why I needed to be courageous and do this. But I'm trusting that he's still working the plan yeah. out. And I don't get to be like, well, I did the courageous thing now it can sit back and like right. coast like it's right it's like this constant building of like and the next courageous thing that you get to step into and yeah yeah, yeah um, exactly trust that god will give you the energy i would say though like i think we need to remember how much energy it takes to be courageous i can be really hard on myself and um can feel like well, why am i so tired after i do things that are hard mm -hmm. it's because they're they're, they're hard, hard. <laughs> like it is okay to like be tired and take a break when you do something courageous like no one can like just do courageous thing after courageous thing after courageous thing and not rest and, and let God like right. fill you back up again it's yeah it's not like a sprint you get to pace yourself and <laughs> Praise the Lord. Yes. <laughs> awesome. Um, well, the last thing that we usually do, and we didn't talk about this ahead of time, but is throw out some questions that the groups can kind of talk about related to the conversation. So um, I don't know. I'm thinking, maybe thinking about the last time you were courageous about something and uh, maybe related to how like what community they have for discerning. Hmm. Um, and what do you, do you have any other ideas? Yeah, like who, who's, who would you say as your like group of people that you can go to that don't think like you, mm -hmm. um, that you can bounce ideas off of you that might challenge you or push yeah. you. Yeah. Um, and I would wonder what, um, like if, People could think about in what areas of their life do they think, well, who am I? Um, you know, are, are there 
areas where you convince yourself that you're not the right person mm-hmm. to do something. Um, and how could you flip that over to be like, but who is God and how could he work through this? I, I'll just give an example from just this week. Mm-hmm. Um, so graduation ceremony is coming up and there's a celebration and our academic advisors wanted speakers. And I'm like, I am not going to be a speaker at this. <laughs> like there's 50 other qualified grad students that can get up and talk to the class and give them encouraging words. Mm-hmm. Um, so I didn't even give it a second thought. And then another email came out and I was like, no. And then finally, a couple of days ago, another like, we need speakers. And so finally I was like, okay, like who am I is like, what's behind it? Like, why would I be the one that would like give parting words of advice to this group of graduate students? And then I was like, but you know, who is God? Like maybe, maybe part of me being in this institution is to be able to just share my story and see if God can use that to connect with somebody there. It doesn't have to be about me and my accomplishments Mm -hmm. um, or about why I'm the best person to get up there and talk to the class. It could be about what God wants to say through me and through my story. Mm -hmm. And so I did did the whole sheepish like email back of like, I'd rather listen to anyone else talk than myself. But (laughs) if you can't find anyone else, Really I would. Desperate I would do it, and they're like, "Yay! I'm so excited!" I'm like, "Okay, so like maybe this is about who God is, and not about who I am, or being a, the best person for that." I think we all have those areas in our life yeah. where we're asked to do something directly or indirectly, and we're just like, "Yeah, there's other people that can do that." Mm-hmm. But what if it's us? Yeah. Yeah. So awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming. And uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm coughing. But uh, that is the end. I have no ending uh, comments. <laughs> All right. Thank you, yeah. Melanie. <laughs>